welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake, Blake is the older bro of Blair, Blair is married to Tyler, and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Welcome to a new episode of Stabs and Dabs. <laughs> yeah. I'm Cullen Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Dressel. How are we feeling tonight? Oh, I am loving Crunchtober right now. It's a new dom, baby. Crunchtober <laughs> continues. Yes. Oh, tonight is going to be fun. We're talking movies. We got our 2021 horror films rundown, our individual horror movie breakdown. But first... I think we need a little Crunchtober game skis. Oh, please. Smells Fuck little, yeah. Smells a little gamey in here. <laughs> we are going to discuss which horror films have stories that are based on real events. Oh, love that. I'm going to give you two movies. You tell me which one is based on things that actually happen. Oh, I like live for this. I'm like a nonfiction <laughs> person. So like I like this. We can play for sips or chubs. Choice is yours. It's kind of more set up for sips. Sips. Let's do it. Claire's got two claws over there. <laughs> I want to see you get through both of those. Tonight. Yeah, we'll see what I can do. Ooh. With help from Scoop Whoop, let's get into which horror film is based on a real story. It's going to be good. All right. And there's no both activity here. It's one or the other. Oh, okay. Good to know. The Shining or The Exorcist. Which one is based on real events? The Shining. The Shining. Both of you going with The Shining. Yeah. Of course. That was fast. Be drinking. Oh. Really? <laughs> Be drinking. Wow. Why were you so convincing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came into that hot. Yeah. It was like The Exorcist. Come on. That shit ain't real. The Exorcist is based on a book about the real life of a boy named Roland Doe, who was possessed by demons in 1949. The exorcism was so scary that there have been books written on the people who witnessed it. The real story about Roland is just as chilling as Reagan's in the movie. Whoa. Joyride or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Joyride. Ooh, I'd like that. Be drinking. Whoa! Blair is correct. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This movie is loosely based on America's famous serial killer, Ed Gein, who had nine human skin masks in his possession at the time of his arrest. Way to go, Blair. There's parts of Joyride, though, that I bet are true, though. Like, you know that people have, like, said things over the radio. I don't know, radio. Candy cane. <laughs> Isn't that all about human trafficking? Of course it's based on something real. No, that was, no. like, one of the sequels. Oh, really? There's a yeah. sequel to Joyride? There's, like, five sequels to Joyride. What? There was one. There was one that I've seen. How did I not know that there was more know. than one Joyride? Well, none of them had Steve Zahn, Pete well, Walker, so it was pointless. You lost yeah. me when I don't have Steve Zahn. Lost the joy. I was going to say, how much joy could have been in that ride? <laughs> no Steve Zahn. Ride's Sucked done the joy for right me. Out. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's a good one. A Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? Mm. Friday, Friday the 13th. I knew you were going to say that. Be drinking, both of Fuck! you. Fuck! That's based on your dream. Uh the makers of Freddy Krueger were inspired by a group of Laotian refugees who had died in the throes of a nightmare. The medical reports even said that there was nothing wrong with any of them physically. 
my mind <laughs> is blown because like sleep already fascinates me. So to like fuck with your dreams that hard and nightmares that like it Believable. actually yeah. happens. I mean, Friday the 13th, like anyone can like hide in the corner and then go kill people. Like obviously, I feel like that's <laughs> happened. Like wear a mask and like somebody kill like. Yeah, true. That's, that's happened. happened somewhere. It's terrifying. What didn't happen to the Laotian refugees on oh the record, B? Oh my be. gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, that really is like... Let's get crazier. One of these is based on real events. Child's Play or Annabelle? Annabelle. What? Okay. Annabelle. First off, <laughs> you're telling me if a fucking doll... Came to life came and to killed life some people. and killed people. I don't even know if I saw all of Annabelle, so I'm hoping it's that, because, like, Chucky fucked with me. So, like... <laughs> Again, these aren't biographies. These are based... Based off of... Based story. off of real events. Yeah. And you're both wrong. Be drinking. Annabelle's not right. It's child's play. Wow. Uh, that's... And I want to see it. I want to see it. What are you saying? I'm, I'm not cheating I'm waiting. Sips? Get a little... It's the way they can. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the neck off of that thing. Guys <laughs> bought me a scale over here to weigh my sips. It is child's play. The script was based on a nurse who allegedly put a voodoo curse on the author Robert Jean Otto, which transformed one of his childhood dolls into a nighttime menace. We all have seen the scary movies with possessed dolls, but knowing that one allegedly really existed. Whoa. No, I'm so glad I didn't know about that before because, again, like we had dolls, like, oh mom put dolls all over my room and Weird. it just like haunt my dreams you at had night. a creepy room you had like a victorian i was hoping it was toy story but it was century. like way more chucky like in my mind poltergeist or the amityville horror amityville horror i'm gonna agree with blair my first sips of the game yeah oh, i would say there's Whoa. like People may have had experiences, but Poltergeist has a lot of different components that would have to come together to be true. The Amityville Horror. The movie is based on the events that took place in 1975 at 112 Oceans Avenue, the house of the Lutz family in Amityville. This has been a very discussed case among paranormal researchers and is totally real. Didn't it like, it makes you, the house like makes you insane, right? Gobbler. <laughs> yeah. Um that's the Amityville horror. Um I'm just making sure I have my facts straight. Psycho or when a stranger calls. Oh, when a stranger calls. Psycho. Ooh. Love that. Be drinking Blair. Really? Yeah. Thank wow. Because that's story. Tyler did not fall into that trap. And I'm oh. sure that's happened too. But Psycho is also loosely inspired by Ed Gein's crimes and murders in Wisconsin. And there have been various follow-ups of this movie and more keep getting made. That's terrifying. Carol Kane in the original When a Stranger Calls. So good. I'm sorry. Like, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. It she was, was so good. So good. She was great. Very convincing. Oh, my gosh. Love that movie. It was like, that was bone chilling to me. And that was like a crazy story. I mean, that could happen. You know, that's happened somewhere. Paranormal activity or the conjuring. Okay, see, I don't remember all of the conjuring, but I know both of them are paranormal on some level, right? So I'm gonna drink before because <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm gonna guess the conjuring. 
I don't know. People have a lot of stories of like Lots ghosts of paranormal fucking with them. There's a lot there. of paranormal activity out there. So I'll say that those movies are based off of true events. The paranormal activity? Yeah. All seven of them? Why aren't you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead oh and say God. that all seven of those movies are based on <laughs> real events. Paranormal totally activities. True. All true. Why aren't you drink seven drinking? times. Yes, you should drink seven <laughs> times for that one. Y'all. Tighter with the context. So drunk with the paranormal activity. <laughs> Ed and Lorraine Warren are real-life paranormal investigators who claim that this case was exceptionally hard for them to deal with. There's books and documentaries. It's The Conjuring player. Explain The Conjuring. What was it? It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. You're not going to get this one. <laughs> the Haunting in Connecticut or The House on Haunted Hill? Both haunted, I assume. Both are pretty haunted. House on Haunted Hill. Connecticut. Obviously. Blair. Blair. She's so bad. Yeah. Why aren't you drinking Blair? Why? <laughs> Am I so bad? Fin finish that Jeez, claw. Please finish the All claw. Right, I'll be over here chugging this while you explain. Yeah. I mean, the haunting in Connecticut sounded already kind of legit. Hey. <laughs> even had like a place. Self-explanatory. A setting in the title and everything. <laughs> and then Blair's like, the house on Haunted Hill with the <laughs> ghosts. Like such a made-up movie. <laughs> <laughs> The plot of this movie is not new. You buy a place to live and you're unhappily received by ghosts. What is creepy is that we know that this really happened to Al and Carmen Snedeker, whose house was over a funeral parlor. Good job, Blair, with the drinking. Good <laughs> job, Blair. Oh, I'm sick. Blister fat <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like actually seeing you getting some work done over there. I'm, I'm proud of you. Well done. <laughs> okay, I don't think you're going to get this one either. <laughs> Borderland or Hostel? This is the trap. It's Borderland. We talked to Wendy Stewart Kaplan about the. Just start like, drinking. Okay. Hostel isn't true. No, start drinking. It's because we don't know about the secret society. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Based on a real cult leader, Adolfo de Jesus Constanzo, this movie has gory details of how human sacrifice was practiced by his cult. Spoiler: toes, fingers, even some brain was removed. All in this movie, a good date flick. Whoa. Borderland. It's like very comparable so to Hostel. Alley. <laughs> so much more realistic. <laughs> Blair nailed it. With the drinking. With the drink. With the drink. Keep going. Why is that not done yet? That's the same claw. It's so close to being done, you guys. The longest claw. <laughs> Y'all, this is big for me. <clears throat> <laughs> Name of your sex tape. <laughs> the Cabin in the Woods. Or the exorcism of Emily Rose. Well, I passed on Connecticut, and this one's like very specific with Emily Rose. Like, so you like that it has a name as part of it? No. No, you're like not into it. No, I can't you're like do that, that smells like a character. I feel like I don't know what is going to be the cabin in the woods. Mm -hmm. Is that what I'm thinking of? That's not with like um, Boy Meets World. No. That's Cabin Fever. That's Cabin Fever. I was like, don't tell me that's fucking real. <laughs> I love like, Cabin Fever. I'm sorry, but that was a creepy good time. That was a creepy good time. It was <laughs> with Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I don't know, and I'm going to go with Emily Rose. Wow. We're going Cabin in the Woods. Tyler, be drinking. All right. Yeah. Wow. It, Thank Blair you, gets one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry about your exorcism. 
This is based on the life of Annalise Michelle, who was possessed by demons so strong that her exorcism took nearly a year to accomplish. It is one of the most famous exorcism movies and is based on real events. Way to go, B. Man, all these wow. exorcisms are like based on true stories. Safe bet on the exorcism. Yeah, it appears so. All right. Now we're getting down to the wire. It's getting real good here. Blair, you're getting your ass kicked. But I was about to say, we're not strong. keeping score, but by the way strong. I feel right now, I feel like I'm losing. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this, this is why we did it for sips. Okay. Eaten alive or open water? Gators or sharks? First off, why haven't I seen eaten alive? Ooh, Second off, open water was fucking terrifying. Open water, I'm pretty glad that's not true. What do you think, Biscuits? What are the choices again? Eaten Alive, uh-huh. a little gym from 1980, or Open <laughs> Water? Just for fuck's sake, I'm going to go Eaten Alive. And Blair? Now that I think about it, Eaten Alive sounds awful. <laughs> I really hope that's not true. Okay, but no, I'm going to say Open Water. Wow. Good call, Blair. Tyler, why isn't you drinking? I don't know. <laughs> Eaten Alive is based off a true story. Gators. Gators. This is based on Joe Ball, a man who killed around 20 women and would watch alligators feed on them. Whoa, that is not what I thought that movie was about. I thought it was like, oh, whoop, somebody got eaten by a gator. I'm chugging it. It's almost gone. Finish that up while Tyler gets you a freshie. Speaking of Gators, y'all hear about the 2008 Gators football team? No. The team that Tebow was on? What about it? 41 people from that team now have been arrested. From the 2008 Gators team? (laughs) For what? (laughs) All different shit. There's so many. It's like a Gator curse? Yeah. What do you, for different things? They weren't like all involved in something? All different shit, all random stuff. Coming out now in 2021 from specifically the 2008 Gators team. Wow. Yeah, everyone but Tebow. Don't tell me. I was going to say, what did Tim Tebow do? Tebow walks in water and the rest of the team is all like in jail. He was the preacher. And then there was a hundred other guys on the team and 41 of them now have been arrested for different shit. And it was one coach. What's his name? Oh, I know what's his name. It's not Herm Edwards. It's uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Who's already in trouble right now. Oh, right. for his for, little risque yeah, video. Yes. Hey, girl, hey. But this is the shit that goes down in the NCAA that you can't get away with in the NFL. It's like, as long as you keep 41 winning. 41 arrests? As long as you keep winning. They won a national championship that year in 2008 with all those fucking yeah. crazies. Wow. So it's after they win. It's like, just win, and then we're going to like arrest everybody. <laughs> For different shit later on. They it had a lot all... of time to like work that stuff out. Yeah, it wasn't for like stuff that they were doing while they were in school. This That's is like crazy fact. happening right now. Cam Newton was on that team. He got what? busted for stealing laptops. Yeah, it was just now he's getting like reprimanded for that. Wow, weird. Weird Fun fact. Yeah. I like that. Sidebar. Okay. Any Hoosier. I'm drunk. It's coming down to this. She's drunk. <laughs> He's feeling it. Hey, guys. She's drunk. I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the grudge or the ring? Look oh, at your damn. faces. 
Look at your face. Oh, damn. You're too locked in. Neither are real. It's How could these be real? What's no, the matter with you? Neither? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah, Either like... one like creeps me out, but it's like. So intense. No. Let's switch it up here. Make it a little bit more your speed. Now I'm going to give you two porn titles. Okay. You oh. tell me which one is a real porn that's a parody of a horror movie and which one is completely made up. <laughs> All right. Could be both. I don't know. Oh, no. Get ready to pound that second claw. I know. There. I gotta, yeah, like, he, Tyler ready is for like, this. oh, Tyler is already loose, and now this we are. This is your special. He already beat the shit out of you. <laughs> already, you've been beaten pretty badly. Even here. last time I got beat up. Come on. And now, now you're like in his element. <laughs> wow. You're Going downhill right from here. All Ty- yeah. All Tyler has to do is let me know which is the real porn. Yeah. And which one I made up. You ready for this? Seen all the real ones. The Sexorcist or the Amityville Whorehouse? <laughs> Amityville Whorehouse. Sex- it's got to be real. Sexorcist. Flair be drinking. Oh, oh I'm God. so bad at that. Flair's <laughs> so confident. Amityville Whorehouse. I love it. I did love it. It was so good. <laughs> okay. It's the Sexorcist. Why aren't you drinking? There's also the XX Exorcist. That's a two-disc set. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's an eight-hour compilation. I love where this is going. Oh, God. Very good. Well done. Thank you. Already impressed. Thanks. The Heavy Petting Cemetery (laughs) or The Shaft? The Shaft is real. The Shaft. Wow. You were not fooled. Like the craft. (laughs) The Shaft. <laughs> Although the heavy petting cemetery <laughs> yeah, does there's no sound heavy like petting a, cemetery. a fun time. <laughs> I'm down for anything, and I'm walking right past that title. No, I'm checking it out. Like, what heavy petting are we getting into? Evil head, or 28 dicks later. <laughs> <laughs> Evil head. 28 dicks later is real. Love Multiple it. times in crunchy episodes, still not real? we've talked about evil head. You even lost this in a Goosebumps or porn title. Y'all, why are we surprised about this? Why aren't you drinking? Yeah. Why has nobody made 28 dicks later? <laughs> so Isn't that good? It's a girl that's got like, you know, 30 days worth of appointments scheduled at her apartment and she gets stuck in the washer and dryer. <laughs> and then it's just a different dude that comes over 28 dicks later. She gets... <laughs> Unlocked from the washing machine. What do you, think? <laughs> you know it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as they're hot, there's something going on there. Like, there is no. All right, people. No, it's just. There's yes, crazier yes. stories. Let's than make that. some fucky. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> now hiring actors. <laughs> okay. Halloweener or the Sex Files? The Sex Files is real. Halloweener. The Sex Files. <laughs> Yeah, we're not fooled by Halloween. That's no. such a bl- <laughs> Halloweener. <laughs> I bet you laughed so hard when you thought of that one. <laughs> like, no, I was like, that's not my good with Halloweener. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to think of ones that can be done and that have like, no, like again, ones that go I, with the flow. These, they these should all be done. done. <laughs> these two dumb shits are going to get this. Halloweener is where it's at. <laughs> these pair of dumb shits are I'm a sucker for a Halloweener. But... <laughs> you know players gonna love Halloweener. <laughs> See, I'm thinking where it's like all different masks and all different things, but it's like not furries, but Halloween costumes. Yeah. Halloweener. Ooh. Okay. This is heating up. You guys are doing well. And I'm having Are we? I'm having a lot of fun with this. Repenetrator 
<laughs> or the final sexination. Oh man, re-penetrator? That's Blake. Yeah, that that's to Kevin Smith right there. I'm gonna be go. drinking. Wow! Re-penetrator is real. Oh wow! The final sexination is not. Oh Blake, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> A lot of your grades. How many of those? You got us good on that one. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Just when you think you have it all figured out, turn I things know. around. I know, y'all. I'm so bad at those. Okay. The Texas Anal Massacre. <laughs> Or the Texas Dildo Massacre. Uh, Texas Anal Massacre. Yeah, of course. It's both. Be drinking. Yeah. Oh. Both. And there's also a Texas Vibrator Massacre, too. <laughs> you Be drink, drinking. too. Come on. We'll drink. all drink. Community Cheers. drink. We'll all drink to this. That's too good. To the Texas Anal Massacre. <laughs> a quality film. Oh, my God, you guys. Award winning. <laughs> okay. It's getting good. It's getting real good. Oh. Which one is a parody of The Ring? The cock ring or the hole? <laughs> the hole. I really love the hole. <laughs> it's the hole. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the cock ring would be, be great. Drinking B. Oh my God. And the hole is actually a gay porn where the premise is seven days after you see the hole, you turn gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. The whole that's like amazing. That's so funny. Oh my god, these are so good. I can't stand it. But cockering, I mean, I could be into that too. Like, you would think that would be real, at least believable. Yeah. The human centipede <laughs> or the human sexipede. The centipede, please. Sexipede. He's right. Be drinking, Blair. What? Yeah. Come I'm, on. I made up centipede. I'm into centipede. <laughs> that is such a Blakeism. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's centipede. why I'm like yeah. Two drinks for not picking oh. up on that. Tyler's All exactly right. right for the context clue. Come on. Two sips. Two sips for I'm the peen. I'm going. <laughs> All right. Loving this. The whores have eyes. Or the hills have thighs. The horrors have eyes is real. No, the hills have thighs. These are actually both legit porn movies. Community dream. Oh, All right. We're doing it again. Okay. Pass it around. <laughs> the horrors have eyes? Yeah. I didn't care for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're better off without. No, what? Okay. You don't want to see this shit. From Lust Till Dawn. Ooh. Or An American Werewolf and Brenda. I'm American Werewolf and Brenda. Please. No, it's from Lust Till Dawn. What? American Werewolf and Brenda has been used like twice before. That was a joke from Zach and Miri. Tyler oh, Gray. Oh, I shouldn't know From that. Lust Till Dawn is 100% correct. Blair, <laughs> be drinking. Keep drinking, B. Oh, Keep damn. drinking. That was all about Brenda. <laughs> Wrong again. Night of the Giving Head. Or paranormal fat titties. <laughs> Night of the Giving Head. Yeah, it's got to be. Wow, you were not fooled by that. No. Damn. Oh, it's I'm too getting, funny. I'm Nobody it. else is going to come up with that shit except for us. I know Blake's... I get it now. It's Damn. like knowing Blake better than the game. <laughs> yeah. Really, yes. Tyler figured I, that out early on. Wow, like, which one did he do? Like, I don't, have to, know, I don't have to know the porn industry. I just got to know this fucking How Blake's here. brain works. Yeah, yeah. Ween. Yeah, that's Blake. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anything wing or peeing is going to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now it's heating up. The last whorehouse on the left, whorehouse of a thousand cocks. I mean, I almost want to say both on this. I do too. House of a Thousand Cogs is a great time. You can just imagine the possibilities there. I'd rather last see that. Whorehouse. On the left. <laughs> I'd rather see that. Really? The last whorehouse on the left. You want to see a thousand cocks? The House of a Thousand Cocks. Now that's interesting. Ooh. That's interesting. How, how are we gonna fit a thousand cocks in that house? A wall of cocks. Where the where's the rest of them? And it's just like they one, kill them is, and they take their cocks and put them on a wall. Is it just one protagonist that goes in and has to like face a thousand cocks, or is it like a group of teenagers that go in? No, and find when themselves? they kill you, they take your cock and they put it on the wall. A group of eighteen teenagers, and it's like a gallery <laughs> of all the dicks. All the teenagers. The <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, this thing's writing itself, and yeah, it's up for it grabs, because House of a Thousand Cocks is made up. I think you should both be drinking for what? last poor house on the left. I That's feel like the I real just one. watched it in my head. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I've already seen it. What are I'll you tell talking? you this. It wasn't very scary. <laughs> That's why it's a parody. <laughs> I spit on your cock. Or <laughs> I was choked. Or intercourse with a vampire. I almost spit on your cock. Intercourse with the vampire. Sounds like a Blake made up thing. So I believe you. Yes. Shit. Yeah. I totally understand what up you're Blake. saying. That's oh. such a Blake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spit <laughs> on your cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got Blake. Yeah. <laughs> like I spit on your grief. Yeah. <laughs> Blake's joking now. We got some great synthetic sequels to write for next time. Yeah, <laughs> we why really are we do. thinking porn? Like, God. <laughs> oh, why aren't we thinking porn? The fuck are we doing here? That's <laughs> our like, bread and butter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's dying. Okay. <laughs> Hung Wankenstein <laughs> or Dong of the Dead? Oh, Dong of the Dead. Gotta be real. Say the drink it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you tell me. Hung Wankenstein. No, Hung Wankenstein is a parody. No, it is a parody of a Mel Brooks parody of Frankenstein. Hung Wankenstein wow. is real. Wow. Dong of the Dead is not. Dong of the Dead is not real. No, I'm there. ashamed of my craft right now. We're all a little embarrassed. You've well, done well. Except for you. I'm proud of you. You've made up some like gold with this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dong of the Dead? Come on. That's great, right? It's great. <laughs> 10,000 dicks on the left? That was awesome. There's so many just you know low hanging fruit here. You know House of Thousand Dicks needs to happen. I'm like, I'm making that happen. I don't care. Blair will be dreaming of a House of a Thousand Cocks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There will become or a clockwork orgy. Oh, a it's, clockwork orgy. It's got to be. Got it. If it's not, it's both. It's both. There will become. All right. Not horror, but I had to. This is too fun. Let's just keep going with a couple more. I'm in. These are too great. Flesh Gordon or, oh. <laughs> or Bravo Johnny. Oh. Flesh Gordon. <laughs> I don't I kind of like Bravo, Johnny. I mean, I don't know, but it's Be so flesh Gordon. It's so flesh. All right. I'll drink with you. It's flesh. I just had to say because I like it, but obviously it's flesh. 
Mr. Fleshlight over there would obviously know that. <laughs> the Da Vinci Load <laughs> or The Devil Wears Nada. <laughs> I love The Devil's Load. Oh, my God. The Devil's Load? <laughs> the Da Vinci Load. Oh, the Da Vinci, Vinci Load. Load. I love this. <laughs> the Devil Wears Nada is also great. They're both. No. They both have to be. Yeah. The devil's. They're oh, both. They both. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wish I could take credit for either one of those so badly. Those are so those are good. <laughs> <laughs> the Da Vinci Load. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. It's good. <laughs> Drill Bill, or Fifty First Orgasms. Drill Bill is so good. Why is that? Like, tell me that's one. No, it is 51st Orgasms. I have a subscription. <laughs> Get Stop. emails every 30 days. Not only is there a Drill Bill, there's also a 51st Orgasms as well. <laughs> so, of course. So they both exist. <laughs> okay. All right. It all comes down to this here. This is where it all comes down to. The final load. Winner take all. <laughs> and it's not both. Oh, it's one or the other. Ocean's 11 inches or the never-ending penis. Ocean's 11 inches. That's it. I mean, I want want to agree with you, so at least we tie, but it's the never-ending penis, Blair. Tyler. Blair won. What? It was Ocean's 11 Inches. Yes. Way to go be. I can see it in my mind. It's glorious. Oh, that was a good time. We should do that again. A little <laughs> peen ween I like that. Eager to continue. But before we do, let's take a break. If you know anything about something crunchy, you know we support crypto and cannabis. Nothing brings these massive communities together like Chronic Token. Chronic Token, ticker symbol CHT, is a cryptocurrency designed for and by the cannabis community. Not only is this one of the hottest new coins on the market, but Chronic Token provides real-world utility and will even have its own blockchain to operate on. Chronic Token took years and a next-level team of Amazon developers to create a real problem-solving solution for this industry, and this industry brought in $25 billion last year alone just in the United States. Since then, more states have been legalized and adoption for cryptocurrencies is growing by the day. Do your homework. Go to chronictoken.io to learn more, but do not miss out. You won't believe some of the names back in this project, and it's the number one recommended new coin by Something Crunchy. Download the Chronic Token app or find CHT on Uniswap through your MetaMask or Trust Wallet. Chronic Token. Crypto. Cannabis. Community. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Something Crunchy, and I hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080, where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes toward an entry into the Dream Car Giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast and feel free to send any questions in your track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. 
Now, let's get back to the show. And we're back. That was good stuff. Well done, oh, Tyler. Always impressive. Fun. That was fun. That was a good time. So much fun. We always take it too far, go too long. We it do. should be a little bit of that like mixed in, and we always we just got go. a little extra. I'm sorry. That's okay. Let's get into some 2021 horror. Oh. Going to give you a quick little rundown Hard. about some of the flickatoriums that I have been enjoying. New horror. New horror. Uh, well, let's first get into some old horror. Hardly 2021. So many mom jokes coming up right now. Just like, ah, oh, some old horror. Okay. Spiral from the Book of Saw. This has been out for a while. 37% on the tomato meter. 75% audience scores. So we got quite a variety going here. It's not the best in the Saw franchise, but far from the worst. A little bit predictable, but I like the cast. The story was decent and executed fairly. I love Chris Rock. I'll always give him a yes. chance. Um, I'm a little higher than the tomato meter, giving it five out of ten death traps. Oh, okay, um, that's good for you. Yeah, it, like worth worth a watch, but not like don't go rush to go Does see. Does it, it go on like the same kind of like saw? Yeah, like, type of method? mind fuck kind of a deal. Yes, like live your life right, or else like you're fucking tortured to death. Kinda. There's like a whole backstory. Of course. There's like a whole backstory. We won't do a deep dive into it. Like, it's good. It's not great. Okay. Malignant. I mean, what do you fucking say about Malignant? There's like two conversations for this movie, and that's like for those who've seen it and for those who haven't. <laughs> There's a big, huge, oversized spoiler alert that makes this movie just ridiculous. And I don't know if we even go there. Adding all the curiosity and mystique is only going to encourage you to go see it, and I'm not sure it's deserving of that either. <laughs> it's a dichotomy. It was weird. Stupidly far-fetched, which is a turn-off for me and for you most of the time. Yeah. Um, it was just a real dumbass movie taken super seriously in its tone. I didn't care for it, but I get why I got the hype. I gasped and laughed at the part, just like everyone else did. It was like, oh, yeah, I see where this is going. Mm. Mm, I see. Yeah. 4.5 out of 10 strange medical conditions. Just <laughs> for the really big swing and all the hype it got for the twist, which I want to discuss badly that wasn't new or profoundly innovative. We even saw that in the season of American Horror Story, but I don't feel like ruining this one. It is crunched over for coming out loud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ruin it all for you. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you're correct. <laughs> Wrong turn. Super low expectations. I mean, my expectations couldn't have been lower. I love Matthew Modine, uh, even though he's no stranger to a bad movie. This got very Deliverance meets The Hills Have Eyes. Wow. A domestic green inferno of sorts. Basically a darker version of the show Outsiders, if you saw that. No one really did. <laughs> this movie rebooted the Wrong Turn film franchise and focuses on a group of hikers who take a wrong turn while hiking the Appalachian Trail and find themselves under attack by the mountain community who lives there. A lot of creative Appalachian traps set in the woods, deliciously violent, uh, got pretty fucked up and I definitely enjoyed the ending. I mean, three out of five animal skulls on this one. It Whoa. was it was solid. <laughs> like I actually you would like this. Okay. Like, yes, it was like pretty decent. I think my expectations were so low I just that it exceeded them. Yeah, I mean anything could have exceeded my expectations. Um don't breathe too. 
Two. I'm back again. <laughs> Don't breathe, too. 44% on the tomato meter, 85% audience score. Wow. Don't breathe, too. This felt like a two-act film. And the first act didn't suck. Not blown away, not disappointed. I was ready to give it five out of ten smashed faces. <laughs> but then there's a twist. <laughs> Followed quickly by a bigger twist, and now this thing is really fucked up. The concept for where the story goes is super sick and twisted. And not at all where you thought this thing was taking you. Points awarded for that. And gotta add a point or two for the cool ways a blind guy gets his kills. I'm gonna give it seven out of ten hammer smashed faces. (laughs) (laughs) The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. Unwatchable, the devil couldn't make me watch it. Um, Good actors doing bad acting. You could tell they even hated the script. Really? Not worthy of a viewing. Stop making these, please. The Conjuring was never good enough to deserve all these sequels or its own universe. Just, just like stop. Stop. The same goes for The Forever Purge. Even more unwatchable. These are only getting worse. The first one was decent at best, yeah. mainly because of a strong concept and held yeah. together with one good actor. Everything since has just been garbage. The first garbage, the forever garbage, it's all trash. <laughs> Escape Room 2, who saw Escape Room 1. Um, Army <laughs> of the Dead, 67% on the tomato meter, 75% audience score. Army of the Dead, horror comedy. Um, Sequel-ish to Army of Darkness? No, this was standalone. Um, yeah, this was decent. An ambitious, over-the-top zombie heist mashup. It definitely brings Zack Snyder back to his genre roots. Better than expected, not bad. Not great, but way more watchable than a lot of the trash horror lately, like The Conjurings and Purges. Purge Rodriguez. <laughs> it's a baseball. I would totally see Purge Rodriguez. <laughs> All right. Bloodthirsty. 82% tomato meter. 29% Ooh, audience score. See, how does this happen? Complete flip. Okay, so an aspiring musician heads to the secluded home of a producer to get her music career off the ground. But the rising star believes she's hallucinating that she's turning into an animal of the werewolf assuasion. Uh, no. It was slow. They tried throwing in a twist. No one even cared at this point, so it felt anticlimactic. The critics loved it. They said it was a real horror movie for real horror fans, and the real horror fans hated it. I hated it. 29% was generous, and I'm totally in the boat that thought this was dumb thirsty doesn't even make sense. Vampires are bloodthirsty and have to quench their thirst for blood. Not werewolves. You get your shit together, Thaddeus. Come on. Werewolves <laughs> hunt and kill to turn on a full moon. They just can't control their animal predator instincts. They don't need human blood to survive like a night walker. Flawed an <laughs> F in Horror 101. History yeah. and appreciation. And the critics should know better. One out of five Rene Russo doppelgangers on this one. <laughs> The main, really? oh, the protagonist was like a young Rene Russo and like, it was distracting. Distractingly Rene Russo. Distracting. I love Rene Russo and that would distract me too. Or it's like, that's all I can think Stop. about. You had me at horror. <laughs> old, old news. Already talked about it. A Quiet Place Part 2. Already discussed. Halloween Kills comes out this week. Candyman. Here's where we park. Let's break this down. Pull it over. Yeah. Jordan Peele's Candy Flop. Um. <laughs> all right. No. Candy Crush Saga. <laughs> 84% on the tomato meter. 72% audience score. Okay. Candyman 2021 
picks up approximately 30 years after the events of the original horror movie, ignoring the incidents within the sequels Farewell to the Flesh in 95 and Day of the Dead in 99, all of which starred Tony Todd as the villain. Directed by DaCosta and produced by Peel, the new installment follows Anthony McCoy, a Chicago artist both obsessed and haunted by the Candyman legend of the Cabrini Green neighborhood. The new Candyman keeps faithful to the original while integrating modern themes into the overall story. In present day, many years after the last Cabrini towers were torn down, Anthony and his partner move into a loft in the now gentrified Cabrini. A chance encounter with an old timer exposes Anthony to the true story behind Candyman. Anxious to use these dark details in his studio as fresh fuel for paintings, he unknowingly opens a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying wave of CGI violence. <laughs> wow, the critics hated this. Where was this perspective for us? That got hailed as brilliance and currently sits as the second highest rated horror film of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. And I just don't understand. Wait, what did you just say? <clears throat> Fucking way. It's the second highest rated horror film of all time on Rotten Tomatoes currently, right now, only behind Psycho. Holy wow. crap. And in the fourth or fifth place is Get Out. So Jordan Peele has two of the top five best horror films ever Get created. Get Out was awesome. Not top 10 best horror movie of all no. time. No. In Candyman, I definitely top would put top two. I enjoyed a lot of parts of Candyman. It was, was like Us is the second highest rated. I'm saying, where, wow. was, where was this hate for Us? Because that was ridiculous. You this, did not like <clears throat> Us that much. This, I did not. Everyone else loved it. But this is getting dumped on. And I think it's a bit harsh. Vulture says Candyman is a soulless didactic reimagining. Empire said, though it delivers some entertaining comedy and bloodshed, Candyman is clunky and overly instructive in its metaphorical purpose. I like that, yeah. Killing subtext as often as it does anyone foolish enough to summon the eponymous spirit. I read a lot of bashing on social media before I saw it as well, mostly for the ending and blatant use of social commentary. Well, if you know the original story at all, the story is rooted from some serious social issues. Like, yeah. Think about it. Yeah. The voiceless oppressed, for sure. And Candyman's whole origin tale is a giant, disturbing social issue. So I would be the first to be like, yeah, I don't really want that shoved down my throat. But this really wasn't that. Even the ending where you could argue it was a little obvious. It bothered me that it's becoming a trope that this has been done before way more than any social aspect to it. Be upset about the CGI Tony Todd transition at the end with the 2004 graphics package. Yeah. Not the cops. I know. I was wondering <laughs> at the end and I'm like, so that's where Tony Todd comes in. First off, like, where was Tony Todd the whole time? That voice first off was... Absolutely incredible is what sold me on the first one. My take on it is it had me. I was into it. I really wish there was more Tony Todd. That voice yep. is everything. For sure. Yep. But <laughs> I don't know why there was a point when um, I actually loved um, Yahya Abdul Mateen. Yes. He, 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 he killed it. Um, and he was in Anthony us, but McCoy. he was so much better in this. He was really good, but there was a part when he was like painting that it reminded me of a scene in like not another teen movie when she's like throwing <laughs> all this paint like all over like aggressively and just all over this canvas. And then you just look and it's just like a simple smiley it, it's face. A smiley and, like, face, yeah. There was like a part of that where he's like painting, 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 and you're really an emotional painting, face. and there's just like no change to like what you're actually looking at. Yeah. So I was just like, I. This is not another two movie me for a second. <laughs> but other than that, 
Yes. Yeah, I mean, DaCosta did a great job visually. She did make a visually compelling movie. Um, most of it was pretty cool, I guess. It held my attention. Yeah. I mean, after the bashing I read, I could say like it exceeded my expectations, but they were very low. The use of mirrors was cool. Like I like yeah. how in the kills you could only see Candyman in the mirrors, and like without them, it was kind of like the, a nightmare on Elm Street. If you were in the dream, you could also see Freddy killing whoever. Otherwise, it's like, why is that girl on the ceiling? Yeah. Well, I like that because it's like shows the reflection of who you are. Can you look yourself in the mirror and show like? Are you this type of person or that type of person? And the truth comes out when you look in the mirror. I don't know, B. I don't think that's the message. Yeah. No? I might have missed the message on that one. I don't know. I was already in a not another teen movie at this yeah, point. Yeah, don't worry. I'll cut that up for you, B. <laughs> I could have used a little more creativity with the kills. Um, like I liked how they did it more in the original where Virginia Madison's character would like black out and wake up after someone had been killed with blood everywhere and you didn't know if she was doing it herself and was crazy or if there was actually another entity, Candyman, yeah. doing the killing. Like that added another layer that this one just clearly didn't have. There was no mystery there. And I get it that if you're not using Tony Todd and don't have that voice, don't even try another. That made sense. Yeah. Only would have gone yeah. downhill. I didn't like Candyman's wardrobe at all. He looked like a Mississippi pimp from the 70s in that coat, not like a hundred <laughs> years before when his setting was. Oh, I mean, yeah. I totally forgot his setting. Was it such a... What year was it supposed to be? Not the 70s. <laughs> no, he definitely looked like a New Orleans 70s kind of like pimping vibe. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought the acting was good. It wasn't the actor's fault. The story lacked no. some soul. Was Here's my piece. <laughs> <laughs> With this whole Here it Candyman comes. situation. Here it comes. He's waited long enough. <laughs> I've been sitting back here in the cut, just waiting for my opportunity to speak my voice on this. My God, what a colossal piece of shit. This <laughs> really? We were 15 minutes into it, and I'd already been lost 10 yeah. times in, in the first 15 minutes. And they kept cutting back to these, spoiler alert, like shadow puppets to tell the backstory. Well, everyone knows that from the trailer. And you were bashing the shadow puppets. I thought that was pretty cool cinematog. The first time around, maybe. <laughs> but then Explaining the story. You need to, yeah, adapt your CGI with the story that's adapting. Like, that shouldn't have been the same old flashback. Here we go. Cutouts again for the cool part. Like, show the cool parts. Yeah. As they are, not as shadow puppets doing it. They did miss out on some cool filming opportunities with the background story. That could have been th the saving grace, but they didn't. They went another direction. They put it on the storyline, which is just a big old floppy piece of shit. There was a few random flashbacks that didn't make sense. Like they were doing some character development that just didn't get fully developed, and they would just have like a random flashback for no reason for someone, and then like not even go back to it or mention that part of the story again later. So I see what you're saying with that. What else do I say <laughs> about this piece of... Yeah. I, you didn't I like it at all. It. No, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. But, it, you know, it, it really goes to show that if it's not a comedy or if there's not a funny element in it, I'm not interested anymore. What are you going to grade it? I'm going to grade it two decayed wieners out of ten really yeah 
That's but the, are you just because of this movie or because you're not into like the horror movie genre? No, no. Like they had the opportunity to do something that had some nostalgia to it. I feel like they missed out on that. The Tony Todd had a place in this movie that he did not get to show his. He could have stayed in the hole with that voice. Even if he just did the voiceover. The whole yeah. time. There was an opportunity to use him and keep this thing nostalgic and have like a little bit of. Yeah, if, it would have got me. If he was in it, it would have been six out of ten. I'd still give it two decayed zombie dicks. It's like it when we talked about the breakdown of the new and old it. Like the new one was good. It had some different. CGI moments. <laughs> CGI. We CGI. Couple, enjoyed it in a couple moments. Bringing it back a little bit on the CGI. Yes. But again, you can't replace Tim Curry. And how I felt in this is like you can't replace Tony Todd. And again, that would have brought back like what you want from Candyman, which. It's like, and I get the story and I like the, the story part of it. I just wish like that voice would have like it would have made such a huge impact. It's true. Story lacks some soul. I wasn't blown away, but I wasn't like horribly disappointed either. No. Not a great ending and not Tony Todd. I give it a solid B minus. And I'm feeling generous because it was just way better than us. Like <laughs> way better than us. You did not like us. I did not like us. I really didn't. I'm bothered by how it is on like number two on the all time yeah. tomato list right now. I will give uh, whoever was setting up the shots a little credit because there was some really beautiful scenes. Cinematography, Nia DaCosta. Yeah. That was good. And she was a good director. Like, I thought the cinematography was done well. And I thought the, the audio, acting was done well. The just acting needed... was good. And there was parts of the story that I really liked and like bite thought it was tongue. new. You bite your tongue. Yeah, you do bite your tongue. I'm sorry. You're doing I'm such a, a good job over there fan. not saying anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I liked some of it. <laughs> well, let's move on to our track of the week. All heavy, all month, out of Columbus, Ohio. This is Thy Witness with Fortress.
All right. Thy Witness is a two-man operation, and everything is done by these two, Seth and Vincenzo, including all of the artwork and marketing. They have a few crunch jams and some cool vids. Check them out on the tubes. Great stuff. And thank you, guys. Keep on sending those track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. 8080's Dream Car Giveaway number 50 for an 8090 Supra plus $40,000 in cash is going on right now. The deadline to enter is today. They've doubled the entries, meaning every dollar you spend gets you not one, but two entries into the Dream Car Giveaway action. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links for social media, and the Almighty Crunch Store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. Then there's the Sumter Crunchy Facebook group, growing by the day like the rash that won't react to the medication. <laughs> it's a nasty good time, and I'll stack our memes against any other group. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy, and as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. And we're back. Just wishful things. House of a Thousand Dicks? Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me this is it? Real? There's a place you came all the way over here dicks. thinking this was real. <laughs> this, this is my Graceland, sir. Flesh Gordon. Easy. Oh, Whose stomach was that? That was you. That was you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt it. Whose throat did I just hear? <laughs> Creep from the deep. <laughs> it was completely involuntary. I don't know where the game Halloweener from. got him. I apologize. It was the Halloweener. <laughs> <laughs> Choked you from the inside. <laughs> There it is. Get it out. We felt it. Touched it. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? Who is that? Is that you? Not me. I was looking up the conjuring. It's me. It's Tyler. Is it you? Going silent. What do you want from me? (laughs) We can hear it. It's so silent, though. Is it between your legs? It is between my legs. You son of a... That's why, you son of a bitch. But keep it up on your lap, not where it touches the seat. This whole part will be a bloop so you can hear how loud your phone was. (laughs) It's on silent. (laughs) (laughs) As we're staring at you talking about your phone. (laughs) What do you want from me? It's tucked under my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) The timer's set for 10 minutes. Come on. Good job, Blair, with the drinking. Good job, Blair. Oh, I'm sick. Good job, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>